0: You're listening to the Peacock and
1: Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show Monday edition. I hope everyone's doing okay in this off season. Probably felt a little bit odd yesterday, knowing there's no football. There's not going to be football for you know 200 days or whatever it is. Until the season kicks off in 2021, but there's so much to talk about and so much will happen between now and when the season does kick off in September. Today's program, though, is about how those teams are positioned going into the offseason. Matt Williamson's offseason power rankings post Super Bowl NFL power rankings today at BD Peacock on Twitter is where you can find me matt williamson a must follow at williamson nfl this entire episode matt is going to be dedicated to these power rankings do you want to let the folks know your thought process in doing an off season power rankings are we are we looking at opportunities for teams to grow here or are you just looking at okay this is what teams have exiting the picture where they're sitting now post super bowl and what they look like today or is there some projection involved
1: here's the thought process is Every week for Pro Football Network, I would turn in my weekly power ranks late Sunday night, pretty much when the Sunday nighter was wrapped up, and then revise them again after the Monday nighter was done. And so this is just an extension of that, to be honest with you. So basically, this is a recap. Like, if you have Alan Robinson about to leave for free agency, I don't care. You know, this is just what you did last year, how your season went. So the last time I turned this in was as soon as week 17 was over, and they wanted me to do a a final one with incorporating all the playoff stuff, of course. So I doubt you all remember, but pretty much the first, what, 18 teams now, the non-14 playoff teams, I didn't change their rank because they didn't do anything. But I did, if you read this, and we'll go through these teams, I incorporated a lot of Numbers to back my research, you know, their point differential, their yards per play stuff, negative things that stood out for the bad teams, things along those lines. You know, that the fact that Matthew Stafford got traded had nothing to do with where the Lions are at on this or what they are, a coaching change or any of those type of things. So that's my thought process. And basically, the way I looked at it was how good were you? This season as a whole, with certainly some more weight towards the end of the year, like that Jacksonville win in week one didn't carry a whole lot of weight for me. Or, <laughs> right. you know, the other end of the spectrum, the Steelers first 11 wins when they were 11 and oh, I was pretty hard on my Steelers because this set, you know, from that point on, the season didn't go so great.
0: So essentially all 32 teams are thrown back into a bracket and get to start over and play a tournament starting yeah. The day the Super One verse 32. Right. Yeah, okay. right,
1: right. Like the like the NCAA tournament. That's a good way of looking at it. All right. This, is how I would, this would be my seedings, I guess. This is good your, way of your doing
0: it. NCAA tournament seedings if they uh, ran it back with the 2020 rosters starting in February. And let's start at the bottom and count our way up because I'm intrigued on how this is going to finish at the top because uh, the team that won the Super Bowl isn't the team that was in your power ranking number one spot all season long. But we got to stop at the bottom, start at the bottom. And you mentioned those Jacksonville Jaguars. They won one game and it was the first week of the season. Uh, that's so funny that the Jacksonville right. Jaguars fans were sitting there after two weeks. All right, we're 500. We still got this division. We can still figure this thing out and then just lost, 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 lost. But it ended up playing out well for them, I think, going forward. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm not sold on who they've got at head coach going from the college ranks to the pros. We'll see how that works out, but I am sold on who they're going to draft at quarterback number one overall in Trevor Lawrence, but you have them 32 overall. And I don't think too many people can gripe about that.
1: No, I mean, there was a stretch where the jets had this locked up, but they started winning games and they're not even 31. I mean, we went over this the other day when we were talking about some of the numbers on my, you know, on my, my spreadsheet, but I mean, they allowed, they were the worst defense in the league, yards per play. Um, They were outscored by 186 points. I mean, we don't even have to go on and on. I mean, it's a long list of futility.
0: The Cincinnati Bengals come in at 31, which might surprise some people expecting to see the New York Jets here, but this is a a team that would not have Joe Burrow if they entered that tournament.
1: Right. And I think the Jets beat Cincinnati head-to-head last we saw them, basically, I mean, they're they allowed 6.1 yards for play on defense. I mean, they were outscored by 113 points. I mean, 4-1, 4-11 and 1 when it was all said and done. They were a pretty darn bad team when we saw them last.
0: Matthew Stafford, no longer a Detroit Lion. That happened before the Super Bowl. So we're looking at a Detroit Lions team that was already bad, and now they don't have the one good player. Not the one. They had other good players, but the one real uh, you know, driver of the bus there in Detroit for the last decade.
1: Sure. I mean, they're a very interesting going forward. They're a very non-interesting team looking back. Really pitiful. I mean, worse defense in yards per play allowed. Uh, Worst point differential in the NFC by a massive margin. They were really bad this year.
0: And this is a team under new head coach Dan Campbell. This is where things get dicey for new head coaches. I think it's a similar conversation in Detroit and Houston because they're a team that's going to get worse before they get better.
1: Yes, kind of by design and hopefully it's a dolphins like transition quickly, but mm-hmm. you're right.
0: And some of those coaches, it's like, well, congratulations, you're a head coach. Now you have one of the couple of worst teams <laughs> in the NFL. Lot, yeah. Can you withstand the storm that's about to come for two years and still be the head coach when things get turned around?
1: All right. I mean, that's what's nice. At least they said, Hey, here's a six year deal. I mean, who knows if it gets to year three yeah. or not, but I mean, at least it, as it stands here in early 2020, it's a long-term plan. We'll see how see how much tolerance you have after two years of being you know, awful.
0: And this is where the New York Jets enter the conversation. They're at 29 for you here. Obviously, after a season, they only won two games. Uh, I think that shows that they do have some talent on that team to rebuild with new head coach Robert Sala.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the offense was worse in a league in yards for play. Um, we knew how horrible they were for much of the year. But I think there's some pride involved of, you know, getting a little more respectable down the end.
0: What are your thoughts on their quarterback position really quick here? Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this because we do have to get to all 32 rankings here, but. Sam Darnold, what kind of value does he have? You mentioned how bad their offense was. He's shown flashes. He was drafted number three overall a couple years ago for a reason, but he's been bad. And a team that's looking to upgrade from quarterback, if they get the same play from Darnold that he's had under Adam Gase in New York, they're going to get a bad quarterback. So there's obvious talent there, but you're not paying too much for Sam Darnold based on that talent, right? Because there's another guy that was drafted in the top 10 the same year that was just on a practice squad and picked up for free in Josh Rosen. So you can't put everything on the draft status anymore.
1: No, I think that's a misnomer. You know, I loved him in the draft. So, I mean, we've seen enough NFL tape that to say, to judge him from there, I still like him. But what's harder for me about Darnold, and it's less true for Wentz because Wentz has had success and we'll get to him probably. If I'm the Colts or even Denver or Washington or whoever, if I trade for Darnold, am I going all in on him? Like, that is job. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're making your seat really hot by on purpose almost. Like, wouldn't it be better to tell the owner, we're going to sign Andy Dalton, we're going to build a defense, and then next year I'm going to try to find a quarterback. You know, because if, if you go in on Dalton, it's going to cost you a pick. You probably have to extend them. And you got to turn him around. Like, there's a lot of things you have to do to make him the guy. And he's far from the guy right now with his tape.
0: Right. You have to buy low, and he has to be part of a competition. I don't think you should be given handing Darnold a job and thinking that you've got that figured out.
1: Right, right. I mean, it, it, that's a tough one for me. Just to say, okay, I mean, I'm going to go all in on this guy and put my job on the line and hope he changes our team around because he hasn't shown that.
0: And by the way, the latest reports now from ESPN's Jeremy Fowler is that the earlier reports about Deshaun Watson uh, loving the New York Jets is was maybe overblown and that maybe that is not one of the teams that he would waive his no trade clause for. So very interesting. Those three teams he named were Miami, Denver, and San Francisco as maybe the teams that Deshaun Watson was most intrigued by so uh, that storyline is never going to end but the Jets are drafted too so they can go get their quarterback there they have they have a number of avenues they can take to find their next quarterback the Carolina Panthers coming in at 28 another team that's in search of a quarterback who knows maybe Darnold in Carolina to play with Teddy Bridgewater. If they can fit that under the cap, I think that might be a situation that you like and, and you're picking at eight and maybe you don't have the quarterback fall to you in the draft that you like, but the Carolina Panthers obviously still have a lot of work to do as they rank 28 in your power rankings.
1: That's not the worst fit I ever heard, actually, because you at least have a fallback plan. If you're all in on Darnold, the world doesn't collapse. If he stinks, you know, you could you can go back to where you were with Teddy Um I always do this when I do power ranks because 32 teams and sometimes the difference between six and 10 is minuscule. I think I'm being too hard on Carolina here. Cause I've kind of paid attention to them since I turned this in, they were in so many close games that I think they probably deserve to be about five spots higher than this. And even yards for play, you know, I started fiddling with that, that spreadsheet since I turned these in, they're at zero. I mean, they allowed what they produced. I mean, I think they're closer than they look. So I'm going to move them up five or six spots here. I
0: talked about coaches coming from the college ranks that I'm not usually the biggest fan of that maneuver, but it seems to be working in Carolina. I do think Matt Rule has that thing going in the right direction. I love the statement, and I think I love how it played out as well as far as adding talent to the roster that they drafted all defensive players in Matt Rule's first draft there, uh, but they've been kicking the tires on all these quarterbacks. I think it's pretty clear that Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy. An intriguing team that I think has helium, and they're gonna be much higher than twenty-eight going forward uh yeah. on your power rankings in 2021.
1: I know you like some of the young defensive yes. players too, which I, I don't blame you at all.
0: How bizarre is the start to the 2021 offseason? Well, you can find odds on things like where Deshaun Watson will be traded, Carson Wentz, where Russell Wilson will be traded. What do we what's going on? But even though the games are over, there's so much to bet on, so much fun you can have, so many ways to win at BetOnline with NFL futures, NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball is about to get going in the spring, and of course, March Madness. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Table games? You like to play poker? Blackjack? Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code either. Locked on to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. This team I lump with Detroit because the longer this goes, the more convinced I am that Deshaun Watson is actually going to get traded. And I did not think that was going to be the case. You have the Houston Texans at 27. And look, when you have Deshaun Watson... We already saw their floor. They're, they're not going to be worse than a 4-12 and team just because you have a quarterback that's too important and too good. When you remove the quarterback like Deshaun Watson and you remove J.J. Watt, who has now been released from Houston, that's the worst team in the NFL. It's going to be Houston yeah. and it's going to be Detroit at 32 and 31. I have a feeling when September rolls around.
1: Yeah, if you can bet on Vegas of who gets the first pick in the draft, I know that comes around at some point, and everyone was betting on Jacksonville a year ago. I think Houston should be strong in that conversation. But they don't even have that pick. You know, great. You know, I mean, Miami will get that one as well. Um, They were a hard team for me to rank because I think they're horrible. But they had Watson at this point. And as we talked about a couple days ago, they were the best offense in the league in yards per play, number one. I mean, tied with Kansas City. So that carried some weight, but this is a bad, bad team. If if Watson's not there, they're 32.
0: Does, wait, does, I thought Houston still had their 2022 first rounder. It was 20. The,
1: the, oh, I'm wrong about that. I'm 100% wrong about that. It was
0: their 2020 and 2021 that they sent for Laramie Tunsil, right? Yes. Or, or did they yes, send I Okay, good. Okay.
1: So, yeah, that, I mean, that's good for the, that. I'm saying, like, boy, that'd be horrible. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, they, they don't pick until 67 this year, but I think that's the end of their first rounders that they are missing out on, which is a good sign for them because they might earn the number one overall pick next year. And and maybe that's the reason why they're, they shouldn't be super focused on quarterback this year, knowing that they're going to have a chance again in the next draft and they need to fix a lot of other things right now. So it should be more about accumulating picks and maybe next year they get to pick the, the first quarterback in the draft.
1: Yeah, I certainly think they'll be in the contention no matter what if Watson isn't there. And even if he is, they might not be too far off.
0: Uh, How the mighty have fallen at 26, won a Super Bowl a few years ago. Now they're talking about potential trades of of stars on their team from that Super Bowl roster. Carson Wentz obviously was hurt for the Super Bowl, but uh, Zach Ertz trade rumors. Now the Philadelphia Eagles coming in at 26.
1: There's a little bit of note, you know, news with them. I mean, I think we should talk a little about Ertz and Wentz, you know, that those guys are on the block. And, and what we're hearing now is Phillies offering or asking way too much for Wentz, you know, that the Colts offered two seconds for him, And that, you know, uh, side note, I hate that stuff, to be honest with you. I've never said that on the pod before, but like even... The Stafford trade, it comes out after that this team offered this. I don't know that I believe sources on those things ever, by the way. I mean, sometimes I think that's an agent or the team that traded them saying, you know, like there's so many, uh, there's so many agendas at stake there that I don't always believe that what came out in trade talks is truth, by the way. That's just a total side note.
0: And you know what's funny is it's always the national reporters that have those types types yes. of stories and not the local beat reporters that are around the team and close to people in the organization. So it tells me that they're leaking stuff on purpose because they're trying to yeah. talk to the league. They're not trying to talk to the fans locally. So when it comes to Zach Ertz and we heard right around the Super Bowl weekend that, oh, this is an imminent thing. That was obviously coming from Philadelphia. They're trying to drum up trade interests and get somebody to to have one last ditch trade offer and offer that first round pick. And and if we believe the reports from the Colts and it, and then when when trade after when trades happen, um, you you hear The teams talk about, oh, we didn't really like them that much. We didn't offer very much, you know, so they don't want to feel like they came in second place and lost in a deal to another team that actually made a trade. But if you believe the reports, the Colts didn't offer their pick at 21 for Stafford. And it sounds like they're not budging and and probably not offering it for Zach Ertz either. And so we'll see if any of those teams budge. It, It would seem to me that if Chicago, Washington. Indianapolis, if any of those teams are actually willing to drop that first rounder this year on Philly that that Carson Wentz is
1: gone. And as for Ertz, I don't think he's worth a ton. But I also am a believer that good, smart tight ends fade away slow and he'll know where to sit down in zones. And, you know, Mm -hmm. they have no use for him. Goddard's the better player already and cheaper.
0: And... It sounds like the Colts have also talked about Zach Ertz and maybe that's a combo deal where the Colts have said, okay, look, we'll give you a little bit more, but you know, you got to add Zach Ertz to the deal as well. So the the Colts and Seahawks, according to Sports Illustrated's egg Kratz, are teams that have talked to the Eagles about
1: Zach Ertz. I hadn't heard that, but I like the sound of it because if I'm trading for Wentz, I want him to be as comfortable as possible. And he's had a lot of success with Ertz and I have cap space uh, yeah, give me urch too, and we'll make this transition a little easier for all of us.
0: You have the Denver Broncos at 25 here, and they they were kind of in the hunt earlier in the season, and uh, they they fell off at the at the very end of the year. Ended up five and 11. They're drafted nine overall. Another team like we've mentioned here. So many teams are in that quarterback purgatory where they have a quarterback, but yeah, maybe they're not sold on them, but maybe they're not willing to throw in everything on trading for an upgrade because they might not view that player as a big enough upgrade to offer a ton. So they'll finish second or third in a lot of these, um, you know, trade offers against other teams, the Denver Broncos at 25. This is a really tough team for me. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know how to rank them. I don't know how to feel about them going forward. Are they going to be a great team going forward? Getting Courtney Sutton and Von Miller back or, yeah. or do they need to just completely rebuild things? Is it just all quarterback? I have no
1: idea. They were a tough one for me to rank as well. Um, in the end, it was a pretty bad year. You know, you're 5-11. You're and 11, You allowed 123 more points than you scored. You also played a game without a quarterback. <laughs> you know, that didn't help things. You know, I mean, it's a, a weird year for Denver. There's absolutely pieces in place. I believe Fangio will always have a good defense. Do I know if he's a good head coach or not? I'm not sure, but I think they'll always have a good defense when he's there. Quarterbacks, obviously, the the you know, going forward, the big you know, situation. I hadn't really thought or heard Watson to Denver rumors before this weekend. I think I'd go all in if I were Denver. you know, like, take send them Drew Locke or don't keep him. Who cares? He's mm-hmm. not expensive. This year's first, another something, something. I mean, that offense can you imagine that offense with Watson throwing yeah. to Sutton and Judy and Fant and Hamler? Oh, wow, they would be. Dynamite.
0: That would be fantastic. And if you are yeah. the Broncos, you've screwed around and been in that QB purgatory for so long, just go for it. <laughs> just go for it, man. Uh, I, I'm with you on that. And that would be fun. It would be a great spot for Deshaun Watson for fantasy football owners as well.
1: I would hate to see that if I were the Chiefs. I'd be like, whoa, now I'm, now I'm afraid.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. And even more so the Las Vegas Raiders, right? Who's hurting on defense. And oh. then you've got Herbert there in the West as well.
1: I was thinking that too. Like they're clearly the the dark sheep then, you know I mean? They're, they're the black sheep of the the division. I mean, they don't have the young stud to build around. Um, You know, the chargers are a little threatening to Kansas city right now. Denver would be very threatening with Watson. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, we're, we're way behind these teams.
0: We've got to pick this up. Atlanta Falcons at 24. Uh, Same story as always. Good offense, bad defense there. They got an offensive minded head coach now in Arthur Smith. Do you, just continue to roll with, with Matt, Ryan, and Julio and try to run it back one more time and, and fix the defense? Or do you break this thing down with the fourth pick in the draft, go quarterback there and start a brand new, fresh slate with your new head coach?
1: I think I would take the quarterback. I'm starting to think more and more they're a trade-down candidate and are going to go two years with Ryan and Julio and try to build a defense with a bunch of picks and trade down. I mean, they were 4-12 and 12 this year. But their point differential is only minus 18. Yeah, They lost a lot of close games as they've become so accustomed to doing.
0: I was surprised by this when we talked about your yards per play. Bill Belichick's team gave up a full half yard per play more than they produced on offense. And they were really light on talent in New England. That was very clear once Tom Brady was gone. You have them at 23 overall. Their roster is worse than 23, but they have Bill Belichick and they still won some games and kind of miraculously went seven and nine. I mean, I think a lot of the talk is obviously Tom Brady getting another Super Bowl ring, but Bill Belichick's getting one of the worst rosters in the league to seven and nine was a pretty good job by him. They need a lot of talent. Uh, I'm guessing this is a team that even though they need a quarterback, probably won't go for a Mac Jones in round one. I really envision them doing what they've always done, trading down and, and maybe using some free agent dollars as well to try to get that team back and ready to go.
1: Yeah. They need everything. I, I don't have a lot to add. I mean, you, you nailed it there. I mean, everyone wants to give Brady all the credit, which he hundred percent deserves, but by no means does that mean Belichick forgot how to coach or was lucky to have Brady all these years to get seven wins out of that roster is ridiculous.
0: All right. Counting up from 32 to one, we'll get into the teens in Matt Williamson's power rankings next. Been playing golf with a buddy and I always stick a built bar in my golf bag because it's the perfect thing to power you through the back nine. So you don't go into the clubhouse and order, you know, something terrible for you, a chili dog or burger and fries or whatever. Then your hands or fingers are greasy when you're trying to play golf for the back nine quick and easy, have a built bar roll into the 10th hole and get some protein that will power you through. And a lot of times even play better, not weighed down by some huge meal. More room for an extra beverage, too, if, if that's how you play your back nine. But my friend, I have to take two built bars because my friend's like, hey, you got one of those built bars? Like, scratching his neck. He's like, yeah, yeah give me one of those built bars. I love those built bars. And I'm like, dude, you got to go. Builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get your own box of built bars, 20% off because I'm not going to keep supplying you built bars every time we play golf because I want to hoard some for myself. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, even great for a keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On. you'll get 20% off your next box of Built Bars. This one's tough, but after watching the 2020 season, I can't argue with the 49ers, with Jimmy Garoppolo hurt, a number of star players hurt, Nick Bosa hurt, uh, the team that was in the Super Bowl following the 2019 season, ranking 22 for you here.
1: Yeah, and just a programming note, I mean to throw this to you live on the air, but Maybe we could do the top you know, third tomorrow or something. I, I had I had fun talking about the bad teams. Haven't talked about them in a while. We talked about all the playoff teams. And as for your Niners, they would be much higher going forward. But just reviewing what they did this year, maybe they should even be lower. But, you know, we, we talked about they were in the end, they put up better numbers than you'd think in terms of yards for play and things like that. I have a lot of hope for the Niners.
0: Yeah, they were on the plus side of yards per play differential, which is surprising for how poor their season went. But uh, obvious bounce back candidate there in San Francisco. Too much talent still and getting a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo or even an upgrade from Jimmy G at quarterback will be a big part of that as well at 21 the Dallas Cowboys they went 6-10 just like the 49ers there and uh, Dak Prescott is really the big question and the only question that they have to answer before they can figure the rest out there Uh, but it was just ugly once Dak went down last year they got to figure out quarterback but they've the defensive side of the ball needs a ton of work even when they do spend all that money on Dak whether it's a franchise tag or a long-term deal
1: yeah you're 100% right I'm gonna I'm going to lump the Giants who I had right ahead of them in this mix too because both these teams are 6 and 10. One of them was minus 77, one of them was minus 78 in point differential, but I'd rather be in Dallas's shoes going forward.
0: Yes, I would too.
1: Assuming I can get Dak under contract. Right.
0: And Dak is still a big trade chip even if you don't keep Dak and that sort of Right, right. Yeah, you could turn that into something that would help you and they have a lot of talent too, more talent on offense at least than the Giants do and both teams still need A lot of work on defense. The Washington football team—they are at first playoff team to make the list. Yeah, the first playoff team to make your list—the worst playoff team—and I don't think anybody would argue with that. uh, Getting in with a seven and nine record into the playoffs. The Patriots, by the way, had the same record uh, as the the Washington football team, Uh, but they've got a lot going on on the defensive side of the ball. They've got their young stud pass rusher on one side. They've got some playmakers on offense. And again, it's another team got to figure out quarterback.
1: Yeah, they do, and. They got in the playoffs, but they won a terrible division. 4.9 yards per play on offense was the second worst in football. So if people are going to give me a hard time of how can you have a playoff team this low, I just think these other teams ahead of them, if they played an 11-game series or 111-game series, would beat Washington last year.
0: The Minnesota Vikings worry me a little bit because they're in that place where it's it's hard for me to envision them getting a lot better from where they are currently at seven and nine in 2021 and i think it's going to be a slow fall which is going to cause you know that rebuild to happen later than it probably should
1: i think you're right on that and i think this team doesn't have a particularly high ceiling uh on a positive note their yards for play on offense was awesome their yards for play on defense was horrible i gotta think zimmer Fixes his side of the ball, and you get Hunter back in a draft and an offseason, probably dedicated more to the defense. I mean, that's somewhat encouraging, but still, I don't know if this team has a high ceiling.
0: Was there sort of a tier with some of these teams? You mentioned how you kind of lumped Dallas and New York together. There was San Francisco down at 22, all the way up through Minnesota at 18, and now Las Vegas Raiders at 17. Are those teams all sort of in the same tier? It's, I, I talked about the 49ers were plus seven in yards per play. Differential, which is surprising for a six and ten it team. Is. The Las Vegas Raiders were on the up opposite side of that. They were a minus forty-four points differential on the season, but still were a five hundred team in a tough division.
1: Yeah. Again, I'm not sure if Vegas and Minnesota and Washington played a round robin tournament that they all wouldn't end up being five hundred and when it's all said and done. You know, they're all about the same. Uh they have some high moments, they have some low moments, they have some big concerns. They don't have massive building blocks either.
0: Raiders are the one team where there's has been some talk about Mariota and some talk about Carr and I could definitely see them trading one of those but I just don't think that they should be in the market for looking for a huge upgrade at quarterback because if they don't fix their defense they're not going to win anyway.
1: No, I would be I would I would be very open to trading a quarterback with the intentions of starting the other and using that resource and the resources I already have to try to just go all in on building a defense this offseason and see how that see how that treats me.
0: All right, let's start the top half of your rankings. Yeah, we're not going to be able to get to all the teams here. Maybe let's save top 10 for tomorrow's okay. show. Um, but this is actually fun to kind of go through all of these teams and remind ourselves after the playoffs are over where everybody is. And and you're right, we haven't talked about the bottom half of the league for a while because of the playoffs and because of the cycle of the NFL. You kind of forget about some of these teams. So this is fun to go through these. Uh, we're staying in the AFC West here at 16 with the Los Angeles Chargers who uh, had a worse record than the Raiders, but you have one spot ahead, and it's probably due probably to their uh, their young quarterback, right? I mean, that's the biggest reason for optimism there, and the biggest reason why I probably pick the Chargers over the, the Raiders that they played today.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm much more optimistic going forward about the Chargers. I think Brandon Staley can make that defense elite, and I don't throw that word around much. But you give them Derwin James and Bosa and all those guys. The reason I put them ahead, I, I'm kind of looking backwards through this, not forward. They did one; they won their last four in a row. You know, like people forget that. I mean, because the coach was fired immediately after. But there's probably, and not to mention, there's easily five or six games and ten or twelve if you go back to the season before that they probably should have won but found a way to lose. Like I don't think they're bad.
0: Kyler and Cliff, Arizona Cardinals at fifteen. On your end of season power rankings, I, I, I'm not. Sold they were on, tough one for me. I'm not sold on Cliff Kingsbury. There are times where you're like, okay, man, they got their young quarterback, uh, they got this thing figured out, and then you see them play and you see them just end the season really mediocre. And it's like, well, do they have their coach? I'm I'm really not sure there, and I could see this being mediocre for a while if he's not the right guy.
1: Yeah, I, I have very mixed feelings about this team. They had some good moments. They had some bad moments. There were some inconsistencies. There's still a young program, you know, coach quarterback. And I'm with you. Like I, I, by no means am I saying he should be fired, but I would think that we might have that conversation a year from now. Like I want to see one more year, but this is a critical year in your NFL coaching you know, cycle. You better show massive encouragement, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And Kyler's a dynamic, dynamic talent, but he isn't quite progressing where we'd think. I would say is that fair to say? I mean, he's a hard eval for me too.
0: Oh, it's it, the whole thing is hard because you can't, you can't yeah. separate everything. Is it you know the? I mean, he was only in his second year last year, and they started out so well. So maybe they just need to make the adjustment to the adjustments that teams adjusted mm-hmm. to them in the second half of the year. Uh, is it? More he played clunk? hurt a lot is too more, late down yeah, no, the year. Yep, you're right. He was hurt. Uh, they still have a lot of work to do with the rest of the roster. And maybe that's it. Maybe they got, maybe they had too many expectations too soon because of that quarterback. And you forget, okay, yeah, they still needed a ton of work elsewhere. And they still need a, a bunch on the defensive side. They have to replace Patrick Peterson now, who's going to uh, leave via free agency from the Arizona uh, Cardinals.
1: I used to say this a lot a year ago, but I'm going to do it again now. Two years ago to this date, Kyler Murray was a baseball player. And we had just witnessed maybe the worst offense I had ever seen in Arizona, the, the Rosen year. I mean, they were so yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. So your point of it wasn't built in a day, you know what I mean? Like, let's not forget how awful they were just two full calendar years ago. And we weren't sure if Kyler Murray was even going to be in the draft.
0: That is a very good point. That is a fantastic point. And he didn't play that much college football either.
1: No, right. He was a Oakland A right now.
0: I think the next team, I think 14 is where we should stop this because to me, there's a clear tier break from 13. I agree. So let's end 14 here and a team I'd kind of forgotten about Chicago Bears. I'm actually surprised to see them this high. They were a playoff team, but I think they belong in the conversation with a lot of teams below them on the list as well. And if you're looking forward, you know, you're hoping they can keep Allen Robinson and add a quarterback and, you know, pretty good defense. And now you're talking about something there in Chicago. We'll see if that happens. But if you are talking about the team that ended the year and putting them in a tournament, it's really hard for me to be excited about them ending in the top half of that tournament. But they're at number 14 here on your list. So just ahead of the uh, the halfway point.
1: Which might be a little generous. I mean, are they really any different than Washington, who we talked about, you know, several spots lower I mean, they're the epitome of even Steven when you look at, you know, the the numbers I reflect here on. I mean, they're eight and eight. They're basically even in point differential. They were minus three in yards for play differential, minus .3. I mean, their offense wasn't very good. I mean, they were 22nd in the league in, you know, yards per play differential. I mean, that's kind of who they are. You
0: kind of put it this way. If the team that ended the season, Chicago Bears, was on the road against, say, Atlanta who's at 24 LA. even on your list yeah, or right, Denver right. at 25 or uh they're I a dog I don't know that they'd be favored on the road right so it's not like there's that big of a jump from you know 10 teams that's a third of the league of a jump in these power rankings so a, a lot to be figured out in the middle
1: yeah you're right and a lot of those teams not coincidentally well there's a couple of them the Arizonas and Chargers you know we look forward you're excited about their young quarterback but the Chicago maybe Vegas, Minnesota, Washington, maybe Giants, maybe San Fran, certainly New England. We don't really know their quarterback's going to be.
0: Right, which reminds me, we've got to get into those, uh, fix the quarterbacks for every team in the league. Yeah, I think yeah. we can take out the Los Angeles Rams now, but that's about it because we still got to talk. I think Detroit, that conversation's not over, so uh, that'll be no? a fun series. We'll go through team by team and fix their quarterback, and, and we'll try to figure out the best route for them to be the best they can at the most important position in the NFL.
1: And definitely have some uh, draft talk coming up oh, and yes. I'm doing more and more homework on that. I'm digging in. I'm oh yeah, I'm about digging
0: it. in deep with the draft and uh, the, the film is constantly playing in the Peacock household. I'm sure it's the same nice. in the Williamson household. And we got to break down all of these prospects. We've got to talk free agency and we'll hit 13 through one in Matt Williamson's end of season, beginning of off season NFL power rankings tomorrow with your questions by the way as well tag me at bd peacock tag matt at williamson nfl or reply to the tweet that matt is about to send out and we'll get to your questions as well on tuesday's episode right here peacock and williamson